Hey! Hi. All right, we are on episode four. Woot woot! Woot woot already. <laughs> this is super fun and so cool. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And this one is awesome because it's actually we didn't have to come up with the topic. We got sent in questions from you guys. This is awesome. This yeah. is major. We feel like legit podcasters now. Yeah, we have fans. Yeah, I feel like we're like a radio station. We're like, thank you for calling in. <laughs> exactly. It's really great that you guys send us messages. And as a by the way, we'll never ever share your name. It'll be totally confidential, but we will answer your questions mm-hmm. because they help us to have things to discuss. But also we wanted to help others. Yeah. What's so, cool about yeah. it is like when you guys ask us stuff, And we can share with you guys. There's a lot of people that have similar upsets or similar situations in their friendships or relationships. And it's kind of cool not to feel alone because I think it can be weird to talk to people about things like that. And you, everyone can think every relationship is perfect. But really, it's weird that all the relationships that I talk to, there's so many similarities of upsets that every relationship goes through. Yeah. So when you ask, we help others. But also, you know, you help us too because mm-hmm. it gets us thinking of... Wow, how, how should we ideally tackle this type of thing? Mm-hmm. So it helps us. Your questions help us. So yeah. thank you. And today's topic is, well, there's a few questions. So the first topic, I should say, is an exciting one. It was actually the first one that we got asked. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to dive into it. So tell us what it is, Mariah. Yeah. Over to you. Okay. <laughs> It's um, on the topic of canceling plans. Right. And like, should you get upset with it? How should you handle it? And if you're the one canceling, how you should cancel? And why we are going on this topic is because one person asked and then Actually, within that same week, I had one or two people deal with a similar situation and they were like upset about it or didn't know how to handle it. And I'm like, wow, in a week we had that many people like with, that just mentioned having that issue. So, yes. So canceling on plans is, you know, actually for me, I'm in the events business. And when I first started doing events, I would do these little tiny gatherings and I would invite my friends. And mm-hmm. you have no idea how many people flaked. And it became really bothersome, but I ended up kind of not, it ended up not bothering me. I grew a thick skin to it and I kind of understood that that's just what happens. But there were those friends that showed up always for my first little events before we were big. And by the way, those people still show up today. Mm-hmm. And that makes a big difference. So when you cancel on plans or you just flake when you commit to being somewhere and then you don't, mm-hmm. like a friend's doing a birthday and you say you'll be there and then you just don't come or things like that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. So yeah. what are your thoughts? I think fundamentally, if you say you're going to be somewhere, do whatever you can to be there. Now, obviously, there's going to be situations where, where you can't. We'll get into that later. But I think fundamentally, if in a... If sometime you said you'll be there, be there. Because you might think that your attendance doesn't really matter to the person or they won't notice because they invited a hundred other people, but they do notice it does matter to them. Yeah, it's important. Like, show up. Even if it's for five minutes, show up. Yeah, it makes a really good impression and it's actually a fundamental manners point as well. It's mm-hmm. just good manners. I have a friend who would always show up to things mm-hmm. and he had a busy schedule and the way he would juggle things. But he showed up even if it was even if it was for a short time and he would just show up and say, look, you know, I, I can't stay long, but it was so important that I come and he would be there and then he'd go and it was always very smooth and very loving and totally fine. But he showed up mm-hmm. and that's what counts. Yeah. And I want to say you do that 
all the time. I think because you experienced it with your yeah. events, like you said. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I didn't do that in the beginning. Like I wouldn't, I would say to my friends, yeah, I'll be at the bonfire. And then I wouldn't show up and whatever. I thought nothing of it. And then you were the one who's like, even if we show up for five minutes. And I definitely think it strengthens relationships and it becomes, you become someone people can depend on. That's and... true. It's a dependability point. That's mm-hmm. really true. If you say you're going to be somewhere, be there. Now there are times that I end up not being able to make it and it's very rare and we'll talk about maybe how to handle that. Mm -hmm. But if you say you're going to be there, be there. And by the way, this also kind of works on the flip side of a coin. If you're the one spearheading something, like you, let's say you're saying, you you tell someone, hey, let's go for a coffee next week. Mm -hmm. Don't just say it to be cool and say it and then not follow up. If you tell the person like, hey, I want to do a coffee with you next week, do it. If you say, I want to hang out with you and it really is important for us to do a catch up, plan it. Mm -hmm. Now you've said it, you should make it happen. Don't just flake and let it fade away. And even if it doesn't really end up happening next week, that's okay because things got busy. But message the person and be like, listen, by the way, in the soonest amount of time, when you realize you won't be able to do it, message them and be like, look, I know I said I want to do coffee on Wednesday. It's Sunday night. I'm just seeing that the week is going to be busy. But I know that on Saturday morning, I can. Can you? It's really important to me that we make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of like going into the second thing where if you're going to cancel, fine, things happen. But here is how we recommend canceling, which is, like you said, give another date. Give, like, replace it. Try to make it up to them. Um, I know, for example, in our relationship, there was in the beginning where we would have date nights or whatever, and you would cancel them because something else came up. Mm-hmm. And Sorry. No, no, it's totally <laughs> no, it's fine. It ended no, up, it and I would get upset about it, and it would cause upset because I didn't handle it right. And why we're giving like both sides of the situation here is because you can only control yourself; you can't control the other person. So, yeah. like, see where you can be caused, and that's why we're kind of giving different points of views here. Right. But um, for me, I would get upset about it and feel like, oh, wow, he doesn't care about our plans. He cares more about his friends, and that's why we're going there. And um, Mayor actually was the one who helped us with this. My but, dad, yeah. Yeah, and um, so he was like, Mariah, you need to learn to like be okay with it and like let it go here and there, but also be like, okay, cool, you canceled on me two, three times. Now it's your turn to like make it up. Yeah. But I'm not going to be upset about it, and I'm not mad that you canceled. I understand now you need to kind of handle it right you know i think that it's funny because i just was like i rarely cancel my plans and then (laughs) now we're like but the thing is it's important to remember that you need to behave to your girlfriend or spouse or whatever in the same way that you would as a friend and to me it was sort of my point of view which i've learned from is so i thought to myself you know mariah's there she'll be understanding like i can change the plans and i'll put my friend first on this one and i'll see you know do something else with mariah she'll be okay with it but i need to realize that even with somebody who's always there for you if you make a commitment to a time then you need to stick to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, if not, because something really, really important came up, then now what we'll do between us is we'll go, all right, babe, I know I said that on Wednesday we're doing a date night, but here's the thing. Our friend has uh, an event that he wants us to attend. Can we do our date night on Thursday? And let's also make it extra special because of this. Yeah, yeah. So somehow make it up a little bit. Yeah, I'll throw in a back rub. 
Ooh, I'm like, a back okay, rub. Sold. Yeah. All it takes is a five minute back rub and she is happy. You yeah. Know? And that goes into our another one, which we'll get into later, but being in exchange with your friend. Right. Um, which we'll explain later. Yes. But um another thing that I wanna say that you that you do and what we do that works for us is if you make plans with that person and something else comes up and it's maybe not as important or it's equally as important what you can do is be like hey this is up this is coming up on the same day that we had planned i first made this commitment to you so if you don't want to reschedule or you can't reschedule i'm putting you first i said Mm -hmm. yes to you first Mm -hmm. and then so for our date nights there have been times where it's like no like we need to like I want to celebrate this on this day and you're like okay cool I I that's fine I made that with you first yeah exactly so that's really nice to collaborate on the plan change Mm -hmm. that works really well and uh so that's between like you know boyfriend girlfriend husband wife situation even even friends like yeah yeah, true listen I have I I planned uh to hang out with you and have coffee and catch up but my family's in town and um, they're in town for actually a few days. Right. So I have time, but I was really looking forward to seeing them the first day. What are your thoughts? And then they feel almost cause over the decision. They then get to decide, no, you know what? Go see your family. Right. And, they, and then they don't feel taken advantage of. They feel more like it was like a collaboration or like a mutual agreement. Yeah. And it feels nice that you're giving them that choice as well. It's true. That's the nice way of doing it. And so on the one side, you have the situation where you're the plan maker. For example, let's do coffee next week. So if you do end up changing it, you need to follow up with that person and make the plan happen. Make Mm -hmm. them feel that it is important to you. And if you are the one that committed to a plan, like I'll show up at your birthday party and you committed and now you can't, you first of all, what I wouldn't recommend is going quiet and just not answering messages oh, or something. That's the worst. Don't just go quiet on the person or like you say, yeah, let's hang out tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and you just don't answer. Not cool. Not cool. So answer, have the balls and just say, look, something came up and here's the situation, but I'm going to make it up to you. Yes. You need to have this thing in your mind. And it's not a whole big, heavy, serious, long thing to make it up to the person. It's even like, you know what? When we do go out, the coffee's on me. Yes. Just something small. Just something to say, look, I'm sorry. I know I was supposed to go to your birthday, but I can't make it. And here's why. I'd love to take you out the next day. Maybe breakfast, just me and you. Is that fine? Or I'll just come over and hang out at your place. Just me and you. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you and be with you. Something. Get them a present, you know. Yeah. You have an extra day now to get them a present, (laughs) you know, because people always forget, you know. I always am like last minute with presents. I just want to say, I think it's so funny that in the last podcast in this one, you're like, celebrate with them. Get them champagne. Get them this. Get them that. But you are not a gift giver, really. Yeah. It's easy for me to to get like a a nice bottle of something or flowers, but a real like gift. Mariah is so good at thoughtful gifts. Not you're good at gifts. You're good at gifting. You're good yeah, at thinking yeah, yeah. of the person. I'm not like that. I, When it comes to gifts, I want to. My intention is there. I just don't know what to buy the person. Or you forget. Or I forget. But usually it's because I don't know what to do. So I kind of like flounder. Which, by the way, if I wanted to be better at this, which is an important mm-hmm. point, giving gifts is awesome. Yeah, Remembering those things, is it, I could always improve on that. Yeah, even little things. Like, it's nice. Absolutely. So another thing that I think, Mariah, you had another point you wanted to say. Yeah, when to like, like I, I hear some people are like, okay, they canceled on me, I'm, I'm done. I'm done making plans with them, I'm, I'm over it, like we're not friends or I'm not going to be as good of a friend. I don't think can, someone canceling on you gives you a good enough reason to stop being their friend. Yeah, 
I almost think like I I I can get it if it's multiple times a person's cancel 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 and then you're like I don't want to continue to make plans with them because they continue to cancel. I can understand that, but give them the benefit of the doubt and let them make it up to you and don't give up on them just because they're having a momentarily like a moment of not being a good friend to you. Right. It's so easy to get frustrated and I've experienced this with the events and personally. Mhm. you know give a lot of slack this could be one of those things that's just one of this one of the problems with this person they just don't mm-hmm. stick to plans that could be one of their flaws yeah and and lead by example like your best quality is you can make plans and stick with them and that's amazing don't lose that quality because someone else doesn't have it absolutely that's beautiful mm-hmm. it's actually beautiful it's yeah. an important beautiful quality mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay We can go to the next one now. Yeah, okay. So the next topic that I also want to cover uh or that somebody asked us more importantly is how can you distinguish between deal breakers and problems that you just have to work through because in our first podcast actually we discussed that you make a list of things that you want in a spouse mm-hmm. or in a girlfriend or whatever and you have some of those points on the list are total deal breakers and some of the points on the list are just things that you know you have to work through like for example uh the person doesn't have good style and that's not a deal breaker you can work through that you can improve their style with them so how do you distinguish between a deal breaker on your list and something that you have to work through what do you think i don't know you can answer this one oh really okay let's see i mean off the cuff my answer to that would be you decide bottom line anything can be worked through mhm so even if the person is i don't know a drug dealer and something you know that doesn't yeah. matter i always go to yeah. drug dealer as an example i don't know but so let's just say that that's the example that doesn't mean that it's a deal breaker you know the person might be an incredible person that that's just what they're doing right now Yeah, I don't know. To me, it depends because if it's against the law and it's putting you at risk, like if you're a drug dealer and I know you're a drug dealer, you're a murderer and I know you're a murderer, I'm now yes. doing something illegal by not turning you in or handling you or whatever the case may be. So to sure. me that I understand drawing the line. That's true. You can draw the line at illegal. That makes sense. <laughs> I I do say though that let's say the person is is that and you have a way that you think you can help them and get them out of it, then and you love the person and you want to get them out of it. and they are getting out of it for real then fine but give it a time limit say look you have 2 months i'm with you sticking through with you mm-hmm. because i love you but if it's you're not done in 2 months i'm sorry i cannot stick around yeah. for this yeah it also depends does that person want to change you're that, that's assuming that assuming the person wants they want to change if the person's like drug dealing is my life that's what i want there's nothing wrong with it i want to do it then th- to me that's when it becomes a deal breaker when the person doesn't have any want to like meet on a middle ground with it Yes, I think actually that that perfectly encapsulates the answer. Actually, as I was trying to think off the cuff, mm-hmm. I think the bottom line, how to distinguish is is the person willing to improve? Mm-hmm. Are they working on it no matter what it might be? Mm-hmm. Because for you, you have to realize two things. One, whatever is on the list that's a deal breaker or something to work through is just what you think. It's your own yeah. thing, however you consider it. You can think that somebody being too short is a deal breaker or you can think that it's totally fine. But the other flip side of it is is the person willing to work through that quality. Now being too short, you can't change. But mm-hmm. if it's a quality point that they're willing to like practice and be better at, then nothing is a deal breaker because again, nobody comes as a perfect package and you can work through things together. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so the next question was any communication tips. My partner struggles to talk to me sometimes. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. I mm-hmm. think 
I don't know. I think some a lot of people have that where one partner communicates a lot and the other partner is more closed off. I know right. we had that in a way. And it wasn't because you didn't want to communicate. You almost didn't even realize you weren't mm-hmm. in a way. True. I don't know. And I, you probably are more observant of how I got you to communicate. I mean, I think that for you, you were the type of person that like, at the end of the day, you tell me all about it, all the details. And for me, I don't know. I just wasn't so much that way. Like at the end of the day, yeah, I had a good day. And that was yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. I, well, yeah, I wasn't that detail-oriented. But you loved hearing the details. And I have learned in the relationship just to talk about the day. It ends up being such a fun thing for us to both do. Mm-hmm. I love doing it now. And it's something that you brought out in me just by mm-hmm. telling me like, look, I really do care. You made me feel like you care to hear. Yeah. And I think maybe the person struggles to talk to you about sensitive topics or whatever it might be, you need to create a very safe environment, Mm -hmm. an environment where the person feels, A, that you really do want to hear, that you enjoy it, like Mariah loved hearing about my day, but B, that whatever you might say on any subject is okay and safe, and you can be also setting the example. Mariah set that example because she would talk to me about her day. Mm -hmm. And I want to say, just because the person's not communicating with you doesn't mean they don't want to communicate with you. I think it kind of just comes down to like how you grow grown up or whatever. Like my mom, every single day we'd get in the car and she'd be like, who loves your babies? And we'd be like, mommy. And she's like, good. Now, like, what did you do today? What did you like? What was your favorite part? Kind of like pulled it out of us every single day to the point where like that became the norm for me. So when I would ask you like how your day was and you're like, good, I was like, what do you mean? Like, tell me more. And I actually, yeah, really did care. And yeah, when I, I think you're right, like when you make that person feel like you care about hearing their day and you don't invalidate their day and you make them feel good about each thing that they say, like, yeah, oh, whatever it might be. Yeah. Whatever it might be like, yeah, I just got five emails done today. Wow. Well done. It's so much closer. Whatever. It's like training in a way. Yeah. You just show them that it can. I mean, I'm not a closed off person. I wouldn't come home and be sulky and just be like, good. Yeah. I'd have amazing days, but I was like, yeah, it was a good day. And I'd like go yeah. on and just, okay, let's like, should we go like, do... what do I talk about? What do you mean? What do you want to know? Yeah. And then I would like move on to like, all right, let's make dinner and we like do something else, whatever. But I learned like, oh, okay, let me, let's see. What was the highlights of my day? And like, let me share that with you. But it happened by setting a good example that Mariah set that example of like talking and I heard her and I started thinking to myself like, I'm enjoying hearing about her day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe I'll talk to her about that too. So if somebody's struggling to communicate with you, the main thing I would say is set up a safe environment. Tell them that whenever they want, you are there to listen about anything. You will never make them feel wrong for it and you'll never use it against them. Anything Mm, that they say, you are happy to hear and you care and it doesn't matter what they say, you want to hear it and you love them. And kind of like start the conversation, like pull out the conversation out of them. Yeah, they'll appreciate it. Yeah. And as a final point, I know that earlier on, Babers, you mentioned exchange. Yes. But I think, and I think you agree, Mm -hmm. that we can have a whole topic on exchange. And I don't want to leave you too much hanging. Just the idea is a give and take, but there's much more to it than give and take. Yeah, I think that's what we should talk about next episode and keeps Mm. you on your feet. Yes, in the next episode. Okay, that's a great idea. In the next episode, we'll tackle exchange and what it really Mm -hmm. means in relationships and friendships and business. It's life-changing. It is. It really is (laughs) important. It really is good. Okay, so we already have our topic for the next one. Your questions already are giving us so many things to discuss. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you. I hope that we answered those three important questions. I hope you can apply that. I hope it makes a difference for you. And thank you so much for tuning in. It means a lot. Please like, 
follow, subscribe, share this because it means a lot to us and it'll help us to reach more people if you enjoyed it. And the adventure continues. Yes, it does. Thank you and lots of love.